Hey there, blessed mama. It's holiday time. And how do you deal with all the emotions that come? The hurt, the sadness, the happiness, all the things, right? And the holidays are a time where we think we're going to have so much fun. I mean, memories are going to be made. Trees are going to be decorated. Cookies are going to be iced. Carols are going to be sung. Christmas music's playing. I mean, Mariah Carey, queen of Christmas, playing all through your house. The smell of yummy treats, Christmas parties to go to, gifts to buy, presents to open, traditions to have. (sighs) Now, let's be honest. How many times have the holidays come and you thought it was going to be so exciting, but instead you felt sad, frustrated, confused, down, alone, frustrated, and uneventful, upset with family, etc.? We get it. It's actually very normal for most people, to be honest. Did you know approximately 755 of a total respondents that reported about the holidays contribute holidays to feeling sad or dissatisfied? 68% said they felt sad or dissatisfied. 66% said they felt financially drained. And they said that 63% of those 755 people that they polled felt loneliness. 57% felt way too much pressure during that time. 55% said they had unrealistic expectations and 50% found themselves remembering happier times in the past, contrasting with the present. So why? Why does this happen? Because during the holidays, there's an increase in demands, stress, family issues, being unable to manage expectations, increase in numbers of activities, lack of sleep, increase in sugar, weakening of the immune system. I bet you can think of a ton more reasons, right? And I think of arguments that happen within households, right? Over what house to have the holidays at, or the money issues of presents, or even the fact that you're eating more sugary and fattening foods, and it's messing with your gut. So today we're going to share how to deal with your emotions during the holidays. And honestly, you can use these top 10 tips that we're going to share with you year round. And they're really awesome. And they're a great way for you to really get your mind in the right mindset before the holidays even come. So we're going to share these top 10 with you today. But what we would love for you to do is tell us which one really connected with you or which one you were like, man, I'm going to do that. Or maybe something popped in your head while you listen to today's podcast and you're like, I do this please send us a message. Tell us so that we can share it out with the community or go into our free community, blessedmamabossesgroup.com. Takes you straight to that Facebook community that we have and share in there because the more we share with each other as women, as we get you know around each other and we share the things that are working, the things that are not working, the things that are helping, the things that are upsetting, the more it helps more women. And that is what our goal is with this podcast. So today, Kelly, these 10 tips that we're sharing, you're going to start us off with tip number one. I can't wait to hear. Yeah. And before we dive into tip one, I just have to say, I'm so grateful that we're talking about this topic. There has been so many times during holidays, I know myself, and I feel that a lot of women have these expectations and they're like, oh, it's supposed to be the greatest time of year, but they have all these emotions that you described right when we opened the podcast up, Blair, and and we feel guilt about having those emotions, right? You feel like this is supposed to be amazing, but I'm having all these sort of negative emotions and we want you to know you're not alone. And these top 10 tips hopefully will really be able to, to help you maybe have less of those this season. So the first one is setting up expectations. And here's the thing. I know, I know that you think your husband, your mom, your kids should know exactly what you want for Christmas or for the holiday time. 
but they do not. All right. Let's be clear. They don't, they probably don't have a clue. They are not mind readers. This is not some Disney fairy tale. And if you want it to be, you know, if you want you're happily ever after, just like Cinderella, then you have to tell the man what you want. You have to truly, like you have to go and say, this is specifically what I want or what I would like it to look like down to Christmas dinner, down to Christmas day. So here's some things that you can do to really set yourself up. So whatever your expectations are, they, they feel met, but we need to be clear in our communication. So you can plan weekly meetings during the holiday time. It's such a busy time of year, maybe a certain day of the week. Sundays I know is for Blair's family and my family, kind of like an organization day where we get prepped for the week and we talk about what's going on. Maybe you have those weekly meetings with your family this time of year. So you're all on the same page. Here's some things that you can actually talk about during those meetings is how much money are you planning to spend this holiday season, right? How much are you going to spend on this or this charity or, you know, going to these parties or who are you buying gifts for? Where will you have the holidays? Are you spending them with his family, your family, friends? Um, are you planning, you know, to spend them just with your immediate family? Are you going somewhere? Like, what does that look like? There are so many traditions that we usually bring into a family, but guess what? You get to create your own traditions too. So where are you going to be spending your time? What and where will you be for Christmas Eve, Christmas Day? There are, you know, church Church has functions, usually on Christmas Eve, sometimes on Christmas Day. Will you go? Are there parties you're invited to? Do you host your own party? What will you do? What will that look like? And ask everybody's input. You know, what are you expecting? What do your kids expect? Depending on your kid's age, Blair and our, our both of our children, her boys, my girls are old enough now where I want to know what they want to do. It's important to me. You're not just on Christmas Day. Christmas Eve, but the whole holiday season. I just said to my daughter this morning, we need to do a bucket list for what are the things we want to do, right? And this will really allow your expectations to be met, right? Your your children's expectations, your spouse or significant other's expectations, because the reason that we feel let down and it shows is oftentimes because we have not communicated. We haven't communicated really what we want. Therefore, when that day comes, no one knows what we want. They can't read our mind and we feel let down. And honestly, I know Blair, you had an example of this really feeling disappointed on your birthday. Yes, I know. It's always a little bit embarrassing to share, right? When we have these expectations and then they don't happen. But I can remember years ago um, that it was my birthday and, you know, my birthday falls on President's Day weekend. So sometimes a lot of people are out of town for that. And um, I, Ryan's like, oh, we're going to go see a movie and out to dinner. And I thought for sure he had a bunch of people joining us at the movies. We get to the movie and it's literally just him, he and I. Then we were going to Hibachi after. And I'm like, OK, he definitely has a full table at Hibachi. He's just trying to trick me. Then we get to Hibachi. And it's just the two of us. And I was so disappointed. And uh, I, I ended up having to tell him why, because he could tell. I was like feeling moody and snippy with him. And I was just like, why would you think I'd want it just to be us two on my birthday? Like, I love being around people. And it was just so interesting. It, it opened up this huge conversation. And honestly, it started with a fight and it turned into a great conversation. And it made me realize, and this was guys like eight or nine years ago. And I just realized I have to be more vocal. If I want to party, I need to say I want to party. Right. And if I want to, you know, just go away, the two of us, I need to say that. So it was a really great moment of, yeah, it sucked. I was super disappointed. My birthday was boring, but it was on me because I hadn't told Ryan what I really wanted. And instead, I was just expecting him to magically know. Right. 
So I love that we talked about this. And I just want to highlight that bucket list idea that Kelly gave because it's something that she does with her family and I freaking love it. And now that my boys are older, they're 16 and 18, you know, it's really hard to find time to spend together because everybody's running in different directions. And both my boys will be in basketball by the time the holidays come and their schedules are crazy. So to have that like bucket list idea where everybody at least puts in one idea and then you go and make sure you get that done in December is just awesome. So tip number two is sex. Yep. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Who remembers that song? All right. So sex. Yep. You need to have more of it during the holidays, even if you don't feel like it. And here's why. Because it releases the hormones that you need to stay happy, to stay healthy. Did you know having more sex actually helps your immune system and helps your mental health? And it helps keep you and your spouse on the same page right? And that's really important when you're super busy, super stressed, and lots of crap's going on. So another thing uh, that I wanted to share with you is, you know, maybe you're not married. Maybe you don't have a partner right now. So, okay, I'm going to say it's a little awkward, but give yourself some orgasms. Yep, I said it. It's so important for your mental health. I've learned so much about this over the last year because I'm in menopause now. High five to you ladies that have been in menopause because it's a whole new world for your sex life. And you have to like learn some new things about yourself and learn new things and new ways and whatever because your body's different. And so uh, one of the things that I've learned is the importance of it. And uh, listening to a lot of other women and asking questions over this last year, I've realized a lot of people stop having sex as they get older. And it's actually even more important for your mental, physical, and immune system to keep doing it. So tip number three, Kelly. Tip number three is eating better. I know the parties are so fun and there's always more appetizers, which generally means we're taking in more fat than usual, eating more cookies, more treats at the parties. And here's the thing. That means we're having more sugar. We're usually drinking more. If you drink alcohol, you're probably socializing and you're drinking more alcohol and it's more in your system. And here's the thing. All that adds up to a messed up gut, right? Our our digestive system gets off and we're more likely because uh, of the food that we're choosing and our gut being messed up, We are more likely to be depressed, to be anxious, to be sad, to potentially get sick, right? Lowering your immune system. So a few tips that we have is drink a seltzer water. Take some seltzer water, um, any sort of bubbly water. Drink it in between. So alcoholic drink, drink some water, then have an alcoholic drink. Or if you're going to a party and you're taking your own um, cup or, you know, wine glass or something like that, Pour, pour your own seltzer in there. Nobody has to know that you're not actually drinking alcohol, right? So another thing you can do is eat a large salad or vegetable soup before going to the party so that you eat less of the fatty foods. Pick your favorite dessert while you're there and try one of the desserts instead of a sampling of all of them. So enjoy primary food. What is that? According to Healthy Emmy, who is a health blogger, when you focus on the why you are at the table, the party, the restaurant, enjoy that. Family time, good company, celebrating with this time of years. And also, we're going to say it, take your Thrive. If you're not using Thrive yet, this is going to absolutely help you, help that gut health. If you're not, if you've not heard of Thrive and you are not using it, just simply email us at blessedmamabosses at gmail.com. Ask us for a a sample. It will help you with your gut health. It will help you with your mind, with your body, and really will truly help you return to happiness. And I promise you when you're visiting all these parties and having all of these things, it will allow your gut to stay in a very, very good state and very healthy. All right. Tip number four. 
So make sure you keep doing the things that you love, right? When we're talking about a busy time of year and mental health, what happens is you put the things that are important to you on the side to make sure that you're doing everything for everybody else. Like that is just something that women, mom, wives have done for years. But let's stop that. Why does that have to be the norm? Keep doing the things that you love. This will help your mental health. It will help your immune system. It will help everything that you need during the season. So what is it that you love? Is it going for a walk outside? Is it dancing? Is it meditating? Is it yoga? Is it singing? Is it watching Hallmark movies? Is it bubble baths? What is it for you? One of the things that Ryan and I have started implementing, we literally, it was you guys may have heard me talk about this, but we had on a joint uh, wish list or vision board was a hot tub. We finally got this hot tub at the end of the summer. It took like four months for it to come in. And every night that we're both home, we get in that freaking hot tub for three songs. So it's like 15 minutes. And listening to the music, being outside, looking at the stars, being in the hot tub, all of that, having some time to catch up on just little conversations before we plop down on the couch or get into whatever we need to do for the night. There is something so magical about that. And I literally just said to Ryan, when I was writing this podcast episode, let's make sure that we commit to not letting that go during the busyness of December. So I challenge you, what is something that you love? Make sure you do something every day, even if it's just getting out for a 15 minute walk or a 15 minute meditation, make sure you're focusing on the things that you love that are good for you. I love that so much. Um, Another thing, tip number five is to focus on the purpose of the season, your faith, right? Being in God's word more, reading God's word, praying, meditating, going into nature and looking at the real reason for the season. It's not the gifts, not the parties, not the going out, but the real reason. And if you didn't, if you missed last week's episode, go back and listen to it because we talk a little bit about resetting some habits and resetting habits for your family. And this is something that we do talk about. This is a habit that you can reset. Maybe it's spending more time in his word. And this can all start at this time of year. Blair, what's number six? All right. Tip number six is learning to set boundaries on time. And, you know, this is one I will tell you as a 44 year old woman, I still work on every single year because it's not easy, right? So it's learning to set boundaries on your time and what events you're going to go to. So deciding as a family now, what will and what will you not be part of, okay? We used to go to everything that we were invited to and then we realized we were depleted. We weren't even having funds and the kids were crazy. Instead, we decided ahead of time which weekends were just for us which nights were open, et cetera, for December. Then we just made a decision like this is the weekend that is going to be 100% for our family and doing some local fun stuff. For us, it ends up being the second weekend in December every year. We just say no to anything that we're invited to that weekend. That weekend is for local area, for holiday fun stuff. Uh, Maybe we had when our kids were younger, we would have little kids over on that Saturday of that weekend and we'd have a gingerbread house contest. I mean, different things like that, but it was our weekend. It was a hard no. Even if church stuff got in the way, we decided ahead of time because listen, there are a million things being offered and they're all quality things, right? But we don't want to lose sight of having quality time as a family. So setting those boundaries with family activities too, with extended family, what will you do with the extended family? What is just for your house? These are things that really need to be decided ahead of time. I actually wish that we had recorded this podcast and put it out for you guys at the beginning of November because I really do believe it's important to set up these boundaries way ahead of the event because 
Otherwise, you're coming into December, you're getting invited left, right, and center to different things between your church, between your friends, between your family, between your business. And then all of a sudden, you're overwhelmed. Your calendar is too full and you're feeling very stressed out. There's one thing we all learned from COVID. It was that less is sometimes more. How many of you guys left that time of COVID thinking, I feel so much more connected to my family. I feel so much more connected to God. I feel so much more connected to myself. It's because we had more time of just stop and be chill, right? It was forced on us. So take those lessons that you learned from COVID and implement them into your holiday season this year. Don't overdo it. Decide now, what will you say yes? What will you say no? And what will be a non-negotiable, this is for us? What's tip number seven, Kelly? Yeah, tip number seven is do not isolate yourself. If you don't have family around or maybe your kids are all grown, get out there. Get out there and help and volunteer. Or you know what? Ask a friend that has a large family if you can come over and if you can celebrate with them. Nothing good about being alone um, on a big holiday, right? There's nothing There's nothing wrong with it, but there's nothing good that maybe will come from it either. So if you want to be around people, if you don't have your family there, find something to go and do, right? If you love being alone, be alone for that that short period of time, but then go out and volunteer because there are people in your community that need it, right? So yes, it is okay, obviously, to want a little bit of that alone time. It's okay to be with people, but have that balance, that balance that works for you. What is we really want to incorporate to do is just have the happiness, have the happiness during the, during that time. And don't allow it an opportunity to be unhealthy in your mind and just wallow in that time and being alone in the holiday, forcing yourself to be sad because you don't really want to be alone, but you don't really have anywhere to go. We're encouraging you now, find that spot, find that family, that friend, that volunteer, that church, that um, home that feeds the homeless. Find something that you can plug yourself into so you are not alone during the holidays. Yeah, that's such an important thing. You know, it's so easy to find yourself alone and just stay isolated. And I love those tips. So another thing that's really important is trying new things. Actually, this one I saw in an article and it just blew me. I think it was the Huffington Post. And I was like, this is so brilliant because it was talking about during holiday seasons. Yes, we have a lot of traditions, a lot of things that we do every single year. But being open to new things opens a part of your brain that we don't always use and it actually can lift your mood. So maybe going to a sound healing class. This is something that Ryan and I just went to the other day and I freaking loved it. It was so beautiful. You literally just lay on your back and listen to sound meditation. You know, there might be one near you, maybe a new meditation class, maybe a new workout you could go to, maybe a walk around somewhere in your area that you've never been before. Maybe you Google uh, Christmas holiday events in your area and go find something new. This adds excitement. And if you can be open to maybe some networking events in December or some different things at your church or in your area, it's going to allow you to meet new people, which can often lift your mood as well. What's tip number nine? I mean, this one's so perfect for you, Kelly. <laughs> it is so perfect. Exercise. Maintain your sweat time. Get active. Um, try to at least be active for 30 minutes a day during the holidays, because here's the thing. It's going to release those endorphins. It's going to make you happy. It's going to get your dopamine hit that we all need right during this stressful time. Have a healthy body. Here's another thing. I know one of the things we always do whatever holiday it is, is we make sure that we go out for a long walk, enjoy the family time, play some flag football, go out for a uh, kickball with your neighbors, do something that gets your body moving, go play pickleball, tennis, golf, anything like that. You can socialize, be with the people you are with during the holidays, 
but get your body moving. I promise you it'll also help you eat less and you will just feel better mentally uh, just to get out there and move your body. So Blair, what's our last tip? Last but not least, we want to make sure we offer you a few of our products to try out because we truly know that these will help you. And Thrive's three steps will help you fill in any nutritional gaps that you have in your body. It helps with weight management, helps you to sleep better, reduce inflammation, reduce aches and discomforts, mental clarity, mood support. Do you want any of that? If your answer is yes, just ask us for a sample. You can go to blessedmamabosses at gmail.com. That's blessed and mama is M-O-M-M-A, bosses at gmail.com. And just put sample in the subject and tell us what you want to sample up. Another one that you might want to try out during this holiday season is a product called Chill. I love this product, especially around the holidays, because it basically helps to reduce cortisol levels in your body. It has things like ashwagandha, chamomile extract, GABA. These are all mood enhancers that also are proven to reduce cortisol levels. And so it's really important during this holiday season. Another really great product, or two actually, three that actually help to boost your immune system is Blast, which is our antioxidant drink, Boost, which is our greens and alkaline drink, and Recharge, which is a specialized DFT, which are those little patcher stickers that you see Kelly and I wear that are made to boost your immune system during stressful times, and they help to get your body alkaline. So if you want any samples on any of those that we just talked about, the Thrive Three Steps, Chill, Blast, Boost, or Recharge, or maybe all of them, just send us an email at blessmamabosses at gmail.com, or send us a message on our Instagram at blessmamabosses underscore, or use our Facebook which is Blessed Mama Bosses. And don't forget to be part of our free community. BlessedMamaBossesGroup.com will take you straight to that free Facebook community. We can't wait to hear from you about what you do to keep yourself happy, satisfied, and hopeful during the holidays. Have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from Kelly and I.